Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the program every Saturday, noon to one, right here from the Odyssey Good Life Studio. Yours truly, Good Life Guy, the round mound of sound, brings you food, wine, and fun. My guest today is certainly a big part of wine fun. <clears throat> Susan Keeble is an accomplished author, wine educator, and, and has uh, probably tasted more wine than me, and that is a compliment and <laughs> an envious position. Um one of the things that captivated me about when I got the press release is the glass that you chose to put bubbles in on the front of the cover. Oh, my, yes. You know, champagne uh, stemware has evolved, and I love it when you get experienced uh, wine professionals talking about that, and, and you have a section in the book about that. But, uh, you know, from the old uh, Marie Antoinette uh, What's it, what was the glass called? The um, coupe. Yeah, thank you. Coupe, I always call it the breast glass. But, uh, <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. Um, and thank God we don't do it today. My God, the glass would be huge for the most part. But yeah. um, uh, you know what I use? And, and this was even before our good friends at Riedel decided that uh, you should drink the predominant grape variety. So a Blanc de Blanc, you would use a Chardonnay glass. Okay, yeah. I get it. But what I use and what I think is the best, and it saves room in my storage area for stemware, is the Riedel Performance uh, Sauvignon Blanc glass. And it looks brilliant, just like this. Yeah. Uh, little minor striations on the inside that do nothing, but kind of help the bubbles swirl around and uh, I think that's a yeah. an interesting thing, and I'm so glad you did that picture. A flute would have been most people's guess at what type of glass you'd put on the front yeah. of the book. Yeah, I love it that you say that. I love it that you say that because it felt really brave to do that picture on the front. You know, people expect to see a flute, don't they? Or yeah. maybe a coupe. But I, you know, you expect to see a nice, tall, slim, beautiful, elegant champagne glass, and we we just can't do that because it's just not where champagne is at the moment. It's yeah. just um, it's People, I mean, the Champenoise want it to be thought of as a wine, and it is, it's a wine. It's not just fizz. Um, you know, great that it has bubbles, but it has flavor too, and, and you stick your nose and you want to pick up all the aromas of the grapes and the, the vineyards, and, and you just want to really appreciate it for for its flavor and, and it's the life in it. Whereas if you have a little narrow flute, you can't do that. Nothing yeah. comes back, back at you. It looks pretty. But so yeah. what, <laughs> you know? And you can fit more of them on a, a tray when you when you have a party, so that's great. But <laughs> yeah, there's positives. You don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't get to really appreciate the wine as much. And you, yeah. with these, with a normal, like you say, your Sauvignon Blanc 
stuff you can you can swirl the wine around and and because it's got a narrow a narrow opening at the top it still traps the bubble so you still yeah. you still have that fizz lasting and lasting in the glass and that's what you want but you can smell the wine yeah definitely definitely and we say that in the book we've got some great pictures in the book as well from a chap called gerard um Niger-Belair, who is um he's a scientist he's a physicist in reims and um he shows pictures of, of how um they kind of they show show the um carbon dioxide escaping from the glass and i think you know different colors i think the infrared pictures so you can see the the um, gases escaping from the glass, and you can see how they're trapped in um, the narrower glasses. So more more carbon dioxide is trapped in the narrower glass. It's very interesting, beautiful, beautiful pictures. Um, but um, really, we had to put the the, uh, the normal tasting glass on the front of the book just to signify this is what champagne is now. I like it. I love it. Um, you know, we could go through and talk about some of the authors, and, and I'm happy to do that. But I I really would sort of just pick your brain and your opinions on things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Champagne is a different part of France, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. The region itself is, they, they, they do things differently. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's attributed to uh, being the, the capital of Champagne, the sparkling wine region of the world. Uh, yeah. But it, I think the first time I passed through there, and then some of the stuff I've read, uh, food in champagne was not a big part, and and I thought that was what was what a mistake, uh, yeah. you know, to to have. Literally, we've had some of the best dinners we've ever done, Susan. We yeah. started with an entry level, bone dry, non dosaged, uh, you know, mm-hmm. brute nature uh, as an aperitif, and we sat down at the table and we progressed from a, a brute to an extra dry to some sweeter sparkling wines and from all over the world. And I think bubbles are probably one of the most food friendly, no matter what the food, I things that you can drink. I completely agree. Yeah, I totally, totally agree that. And we have a piece in the book called uh, from Natasha Hughes, and she describes drinking champagne, how you can drink, as you've just been saying, you can drink champagne throughout the whole meal. And I, I think it's the just a lovely way to do things. I, I always feel a little bit disappointed, you know. You have have your champagne to start with, with the canapes, and then and then you kind of move, there's something a little bit of, not really a letdown, but there's something rather lovely about continuing to have that spritz on your tongue throughout the the meal, and and this flavour is lifted onto your palate by the bubbles, and and just continuing that way because it, mm-hmm. it's so possible. I mean, you, you can with Japanese food, with seafood and fish, you can oh, yeah. start with a blanc de blancs, and then as you say, you can go on a blanc, a blanc de noir made from a Pinot Noir grape, and you can pair that with more grilled foods and wasabi even, and with dishes with a bit of heat to them. And then you build up to rosé. You can even pair rosé with Asian flavourings or and roast pork or southern southern glazes on pork ribs, and you know really quite substantial food. So you don't need to you don't need to switch back to still wines. You could stay with this, and even with cheese at the end of the meal. Yeah, uh, which is a quick question, and you can answer as briefly or not. <laughs> Your best champagne memory associated with food. Oh my, um, gosh, I'm used to being put on the spot. Um, um, but it, I think it would, you know, I think it probably rosé. The surprising, the surprising match of rosé champagne with with Asian food. You know, the fact that he, feeling 
like the wine actually complement a food that you know it's just they have a presence that's together on your palate and they complement each other i wasn't expecting that you know um salmon salmon it was pretty poached salmon with a kind of um soy glaze on it and then oh, yeah. and some a bottle of rosé just absolutely delicious um really lovely yeah. i mean you can even you know you can even serve vintage really good classic vintage wines with you know, um, we've got an author in the UK who writes quite popular crime novels, and he is renowned for serving vintage champagne with shepherd's pie, um, which is. Oh, no, what's happened? Oh, no. I'll tell you what. Uh, Max is going to send us to a commercial. We just, you heard that tone, whatever that was. Uh, we lost Susan, but we'll get her back on. The, uh, you know. The lines run underneath the ocean to the UK must have got stepped on by a shark or something. I'm Guy Bowers, it's a good life, talking about champagne, the real deal, and we'll get Susan back on. We'll talk a little bit more. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 